This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. Rico Beard, Howard Griffith, as we get ready for this holiday season. Bowl games getting ready to come up. Uh, You know, some sad news in the world of college football also just happened earlier this morning. We'll touch upon that a little bit later. But, uh, Howard, we're going to start off the gate. Um, Purdue, we asked last week, will Purdue swing for the fences and get that big-name coach, that coach that – you know, let's face it, fans want to feel good and be like, yeah, you know, my dad can beat up your dad. That type of mentality. <laughs> they got uh, Ryan Walters, defensive coordinator from Illinois. Probably not a lot of people out of the Big Ten even know who he is. What can you tell us about Coach Walters? Was this, you know, was this a good hire for Purdue or, you know, e- elaborate. Tell the people because I was just like, huh. I thought Purdue was going to go and maybe try to see what big-name coach was out there, but I guess they see something in Coach Walters that they said he's our guy. I, I got to tell you, his, uh, you know, what he's been able to do the last couple of years for, for the Illinois defense has been really remarkable. Uh, and you talk with guys around the conference, other coaches uh, that have to prepare for his defenses, they they will tell you that you know they are the real deal and this defense is real. And you know, you talk about a guy that was, you know, up for the Broyles Award. So obviously considered one of the best assistant, young assistants. You got he's an assistant, but he's also a young assistant, right? Uh, that really had did a tremendous job uh, with that Illinois defense. And I, it only takes you a few minutes to sit down with him. And you'll, you know, you'll know right away that he is, he's on his way. His path is to be a, a head coach and it's going to happen relatively quickly. For Purdue's side of it, they must have seen something, right? And what's been really ailing Purdue a little bit is the offensive side. So for me, I, would, I was a little shocked that they went that direction because offense had been so prevalent there. Right. So it leads me to believe that he really did a good job uh, in his interview uh, and through that process. And whatever staff, you know, they always ask you, well, who are you thinking about bringing? They, they want to know that. Or who are you thinking about retaining? In this case, if you're thinking about keeping uh, the other bra uh, on staff. So I think he really convinced them that, you know, he was obviously the right guy for the job, but also convinced them that offensively he knew exactly what he wants to do, knows exactly what he wants to do, and has the right person that's going to keep those butts in the seat for Purdue. Because I'm going to tell you, what they, what Brown was able to do over the last couple of years, the, the environment of Purdue football has been off the charts like, I haven't seen it in a, in a very long time since probably going back to the, the late Drew Brees' t- 
time there and Kyle Wharton's time there as well, where they were just able to pack the house the way they've been able to do the last couple of years. Howard, that's what I was thinking. And because Purdue has played basically the equivalent of basketball on grass, yeah. it was fun. It was entertaining. Mm -hmm. And even when they weren't winning a bunch of games, it was still fun to watch when you would see the Bells and the Rondé Mo Rondell Moores. And you're just like, wow, how did they find this guy? And, you know, it, it's always just a fun watch. Yeah. And I, I got to think, because I see, I thought that uh, Brian Brown was going to go with his brother. Mm -hmm. And head down to Louisville, but I, I'm I'm hoping he can keep him there because I don't know if you could sell this Purdue fan base, you know, slow, methodical, grinded out football. We're gonna just run the ball about 50 times a game, and you need to be happy with that. It works. I mean, Michigan's done it. They've gone back to the playoffs back to back years. Mm -hmm. Illinois did it this year where they just, you know, they weren't a flashy team. They just ran the ball, but Purdue is. They're known for fireworks, and I can't see. I, I, I mean, is is it Brom? Is is Brian Brom stand? Do we know this, or I'm yeah, trying to think? I don't know. Who be the coordinator. Brian Brom would have hoped that he had gotten the job, right? I think that was you know the number one thing on his mind, trying to to get the job and being able to do the kind of job that his brother has done. And you know, I call the Brahms. You know, that's kind of the second coming of the Joe Tiller. Uh, phase or era, because what they did was really neutralize a lot of the talent. They probably took it a step further um, by what they were able to do. And, you know, you hope that Purdue is going to stay in that mold, but, but you don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. He has an introductory press conference tomorrow, so that may be able to shed a little light on the offensive philosophy he, he plans on bringing or keeping in West Law. Yeah, I mean, because, yeah, I mean, when you look at this, it was just – I was just shocked. I I didn't think that they would fill it that quickly. I did think that there was going to be some type of a, I don't know, a national search, some of these, you know, the big names out there. But, nah, I mean, if you see what you like, I guess yeah. you just go ahead and grab it. As you stated, young coach. Uh, and, honestly, it's good to see another brother getting an another head coaching job in the Big Ten, in yeah. college football. So, you know, you know him better than I do, Howard. You've seen him, so I hey. Yeah, he's a heck of a coach. I mean, he is a heck of a coach. When you talk about being able to communicate and being able to teach, because I think that's one of the challenges uh, that coaches have or young coaches that are, you know, on the fast pace, that, that would like to be on the fast play, pace. It's one thing to be able to get up on the grease board uh, and be able to, you know, diagram all these, these plays and formations and what we're going to do, this, that, and the other. But the, the key, and I think they will all tell you this, the elite ones, being able to communicate and be able to get the young people to buy into what it is that, that you're asking them to do. And sometimes you have to you have to teach different players in different ways. So right. his ability to coordinate that defense uh, really you know, showed his style of coaching and watching him. I mean, he does a great job. And Bill was one of those guys uh, as a head coach. He's not getting involved in the offense and defense. He's letting those guys coach. If they if there's a mistake or something he says he needs to do, he'll jump in. But other than that, Bill is kind of laid back until special teams rolls around uh, and just really going around and working the team. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I mean, and and now, can is, is he, you know, a great recruiter? Like I said, I don't know a ton about him, but like, can he walk into a kid's house and convince this kid you need to follow me to Purdue. We're going to get to not just Rose Bowls and, you know, we're going to get national championships. We're going to go back to Indy. You know, what kind of recruiter is he? You know, I, I think, first of all, I think what he needs to do and what I, I hope to hear tomorrow uh, in the press conference is, is that, you know, this this is a bit. We're a developmental program. You know, we're not going to be able to go out and be able to, to stockpile four or five stars on a consistent basis. It's just not who Purdue has been historically. So I don't expect that part of the change, but they're going to have to build. They're going to have to continue to recruit. And, you know, one thing that, that was really going for Purdue at this particular moment with, with Ron being there is that they were able to throw it all over the lot. So they were getting all kind of guys who want to transfer her in yeah. and be a part of that Charlie Jones. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the challenge is, you know, he, I know he can recruit. I know he can connect uh, with players. That's going to be the biggest key. Because, look, to me, they have some wonderful facilities there. Um, you know, they're just going to have to start getting the players in there that they need. And the defense is where they've made some some real improvements on that side under Ron English. Uh, they started to really start to get things going. Now, they would give up yardage, but that's just par for the course. It's going to happen sometimes. But they were starting to get some, some really talented players in there. Now, I guess this is one where – do you think that the fans can be realistic? Because, man, when you come in there, and if he comes in there tomorrow, Howard, and says, you know, this is going to be a developmental thing, we're going to get players, we're going to get them NFL ready, but, I mean, fans want you to go out and get the top. They, every every fan base wants to sign the top 200 players and get them all on their team. Even though it's an 85-man scholarship roster limit, they want 200 well, players. You get all of them. Right, and, and every transfer portal player, too. And it's like... Do you lose connection with the fans? Does it automatically tick them off to know that, well, you know what, you're automatically saying we're not going after these five-star kids? Or do you kind of have to placate to the fan base? No, I think one of the things that happens, listen, it depends on your style, the type of head coach you are, what type of program you you want to put on or put out there. Now, I can tell you, Michigan State and Michigan are going after four and five stars all day long. They've got the recruiters that can go get that with the inroads to be able to do it. And they've proven that they can get those players in you know, to those schools. Purdue is different, right? Purdue is, you know, some of the guys that they've come up with, if you look back through their history, a lot of those guys are Indiana players. And yeah. they were, you know, one of the best players in Indiana, if not the best, and chose to go to Purdue. So I, I think it's still a fact that you have to, to go out and develop because that's who they are. You have to, uh, uh, you know, if the coach says that's what we are, then that's what we are. I mean, look at what Nebraska did. And I think it started with, with, their, with their athletic director coming out saying, we are a developmental program. Yeah. Wouldn't Matt Rule come back after as soon as he stepped up? We're a developmental program. We're going to continue to develop. <laughs> yeah. You look, you know, at Luke Fickle at, you know, Wisconsin. He said, hey, we are the developmental program. Yeah, they're going to go out and try to recruit the best, but this is what we do, and we know who we are. So I think the fans are going to be are going to continue to be excited until they, you know, see what's happening on the field. Because, look, it took some time to build that crowd and build that fan base to where it was 
uh, this last year. And it wasn't just, I think, about the product that they were putting on the field. I think entertainment-wise, they did an amazing job, too, of just entertaining the fans once they came in. I could, you know, it's, it's crazy for television, but it's really, you know, to, to be in an atmosphere where you score a touchdown and they turn, you're playing at night and they turn the lights on and off and they're blinking. I mean, it's a crazy, crazy atmosphere. Right. And you know what? Here's the thing. I normally say a blackout does not look great on TV because if, if, if you're not scoring, it looks like an empty stadium. But because they're so exciting and because they always have the big plays and touchdown, you're right. It was one of the few places where this actually works. Like, I, yeah, it, it, it is. I've seen it, and you're you're right. This is that that's down there at Ross A Stadium. Is 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 man? It, it can get loud. It can get electric, and he's got to keep that fun going. I I don't think that he can walk in there and say. We're going to run the ball 50 times because I would be in the back of the room going like this, like, no, no, you're going to lose everybody. they rather hear developmental program than we're just going to grind this thing out. So let, let's – I'm anxious to see what Purdue football is going to be about. Uh, but, yeah, they, they're bringing in their coach and Ryan Walters, defensive coordinator from Illinois, now the new head coach of Purdue. We'll, we'll hear what he has to say tomorrow. But it's just – I mean, wow, we went from last year bringing back every head coach to the Big Ten to this year, you need a scorecard. I mean, when they have media day, it's like, uh, wait, okay, yeah, I forgot. You're new, you're new, and you're new as well. So, But now here's the funny thing, Howard, <clears throat> and and this this is 